0: Hey friends, welcome back to the Up and Down Podcast. It feels like lately everything's just been crazy, but today we're back with a short podcast. Let's get started. Hey friends, thanks again for being a part of the podcast. Thank you for listening and thank you for being patient. It feels like everything is going crazy in life lately. We I said, I think on last week's podcast, that Sunday we will definitely be back with Romans chapter number 11, but what I could not have predicted is that these storms would sweep through the Midwest and just absolutely destroy Indiana, and I was without power for for two and a half days. Uh, the church was without power, so we didn't have Sunday school, so I didn't teach Romans chapter 11 it just seems crazy. Like I couldn't have predicted that the the week before I got asked last minute to come speak at a church. The week before that, my brother got sick. I mean, it's just always something that's been happening. So we didn't, I didn't record Romans chapter number 11. We didn't even teach it. We'll get back to that. I think Lord willing next Sunday. And so it's just been one of those times, one of those seasons. Everything's crazy, and then I've been off all this week. I've had my kids. We've been having some fun. We've been fishing. We've been swimming, and so I was like, "Tonight, oh, I'm supposed to be doing the podcast," and and uh, so it's just been a it's been a crazy time, but uh, it's been a wonderful time. I hope that you are 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 doing great and having a wonderful summer. In our reading, we today we're at as I'm recording is day one eighty six. Tomorrow when this will post, if I schedule it lately, I've just been posting on Wednesday nights, but but uh, be day 187. So we're already halfway. I want to make a big deal about the halfway point, but life's just been crazy. But we've passed the halfway point. Some of you are reading through the Bible for your first time. Maybe you've reached You're past the halfway point. Most people don't make it through Exodus and you're all the way into second Kings. You've made it past. And so Congratulations to yourself. If I was with you, maybe I'd buy you some ice cream, but I'm not. But I'm proud of you. And stick with it. And we we're in the second half now of this year and we're going to be it's going to be it's just going fast. Like I was just kind of retracing my steps here for the next few minutes to see what am I going to talk about on this week's podcast and we've just covered quite a bit and we're in, with we're in the kings now where we've got the northern kingdom and it can get confusing. They're all bad. We got the southern kingdom and some of them are all good some of the time, and some of the time they're not, and we're going back and forth. But, but I just thought today on this on this kind of uh, podcast today, where I feel a little bit out of sync, but I want to zero back and I tracked back a few days to where, where Elijah has been the prophet, and we covered his a little bit earlier, and the prophets of Baal, and he was then he was upset and depressed after Jezebel's threatening of him then we got to a point, and it's been a little while back, but we, where God had Elijah in a sense, uh, not choose, but he guided him to the next man. That's going to take his mantle. And that was Elisha. And I thought about Elisha because we've kind of read about him. We've read about him with the widow woman. We've read about him with an ax head and it caused it to float and here you have this prophet, Elisha, that is just, he's doing miracles. I remember, I don't know, maybe a little reminiscent, I guess, tonight, but I remember when I was a kid in our church. I just spoke tonight at our church because my my dad, who's the pastor, was gone. My brother, who's the pastor, was gone. Matthew, who's the assistant pastor, was gone. And so I spoke. And we're in a brand new building and everything, but I remember back in the old days in, in the old building, and I remember my grandpa preaching on Elijah and then Elisha. One of the things I remember him saying, and I later in studying and teaching through on their lives as well myself, but remember that Elisha, he asked for a double portion of the spirit of Elijah, which is just awesome. But um, he did twice as many miracles as Elijah. God used him in a great, great way. His name always gets confused with Elijah. Some people, I have a son named Elijah. Sometimes people call him Elisha. It always gets confused. But but he was a great prophet, and I was thinking about his calling when he was called. It was it was back in First Kings. So we we're we're in Second Kings now. But at one point, we read through First Kings chapter nineteen, and just kind of going back to the beginning of Elisha's time. But I remember when he was invited. Elisha was someone who was just plowing behind oxen all day long. If I can find my spot here, it says in verse 19 of 1 Kings 19. I know we're a little ways past this, but in 1 Kings 19 it says, So he departed thence and found Elisha, the son of Shaphat, who was plowing with twelve yoke of oxen before him, and he with the twelfth. And Elijah passed by him and cast his mantle upon him. And he left the oxen and ran after Elijah and said, Let me, I pray thee, kiss my father and my mother, and then I will follow thee. And he said unto him, Go back again, for I have For have I done to thee, for what have I done to thee, sorry. And he returned back from him and took yoke of oxen and slew them. So he killed his oxen, one of the yokes, and boiled their flesh with the instruments of the oxen. so the instruments that go on the oxen to make the oxen work, what he was doing all day long as a farmer, he burnt them up and gave to the people and they did eat. And he arose and went after Elijah and ministered to him. I preached a whole message on this years back called greater and I enjoyed it, but in the thought of it, but Elisha was a man who, who plowed all day long behind these 11 other oxen. He, he was a good man. He wasn't a sinful man. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was probably a good Christian man. He had a good name and his name is a godly name. So, you know, back then they would name you after the God many times that they served and his name was about Jehovah, so everything was good about this man. He was just a farmer doing nothing wrong, but God had something greater for him. And Elisha wasn't necessarily looking for this greater call or this higher calling. He was just doing his everyday job, and and God sent Elijah. In the same chapter where Elijah wanted to kill himself, he was depressed, but God used Elijah to go, and he cast his mantle on Elisha. Now, I remember when I preached this, I took my suit jacket off and threw it over somebody and I said it was a picture of what happened that day and it was but but Elisha was just sitting there he was just doing his ordinary stuff and God brought someone by that was going to change his life you know I think sometimes maybe you turn on this podcast and and maybe you're turning this on and maybe you think well just listen to something to someone talk about the Bible and make me feel good or I'm doing the right thing and And I needed it, maybe. And and so that's it's, and you're like, hey, you're just doing something that's good. There's nothing wrong with that. It's actually a pretty good thing. I appreciate it. You're listening to the podcast. But what if God wants more for you? You say, hey, you know, I'm reading through the Bible with you. I'm on day 187, too. And that's great. And that's, that's one of the things we should be doing. But what if God wants even more? That's kind of what I've been thinking about. Sometimes we settle for good enough. Good enough is I defined it once as the baseline. It's it's baseline living and it's marked by mediocrity. It's being stuck in like a spiritual survival mode. It's being controlled by just complacency. I like, think I'm I'm good enough. And I don't want to downplay like I said reading your bible because that's a good thing. I mean that's that's a godly thing, but but I think there's times when we're just like, "Hey, I'm, I'm good enough. I'm doing what I should be doing." But maybe God wants something greater. Greater, I defined as the understanding that God is ready to accomplish a kind of greatness in your life, or through you, to reach others for Him, or to bring glory to Him. I think that's what God was going to do through Elisha. He had something greater, and what I loved about it was so when when you saw this when he called him to it, Elisha first said, "Let me go back and kiss my father and mother." Now in the New Testament, that was actually seen as kind of a negative thing, but but what he was doing it was he was not going back to be tempted with something. He went back, killed his oxen, he he burnt up his instruments. He got rid of every excuse that he could have had. And he went. He left nothing for himself to go back to. So, But what was interesting is he walked away from his security. He was secure in his job as a farmer. He burnt that up. He walked away from his plows. And he offered a blank check to God. And I got to thinking about this. What plows does God want us to burn up? I'm not saying burn down your house. I'm not saying burn your car, sell your car. But, you know, sometimes there's some things I talked about tonight, weights that just weigh us down from Hebrews 12. But sometimes there's plows that we just need to burn because they're just a temptation to go back to mediocrity. Maybe it's the wrong ways that we think. Maybe it's bitterness or anger. The plow of excuses, the plow of insecurities. Well, I just can't do that. Maybe somebody else, but not me. Maybe it's just the plow of laziness. It's just like you know, what I just don't want to do it. I'm I'm fine with just being good enough. Maybe it's the some sins that the Holy Spirit's been dealing with us about. We're just like ah, I just don't really want to give them up right now. Could be a relationship that is toxic. You see, sometimes sometimes the things though is not it's not necessarily sinful. That's what I was talking about in my lesson and I they're going kind of going together. It's not necessarily sinful, but it's just it's it's keeping us in mediocrity and it's not allowing us to do what we feel like God is maybe calling us to do. But I do think in the Christian life, God has called us to greater things. I'm gonna flip real quick. Um you may hear me flip my pages, but I wasn't prepared for this. But I want to go over to a verse I want to read to you in John chapter 14. John chapter 14 where's it at 14 verse 12 i believe it says this Says, verily verily i say unto you jesus is speaking he says i say unto you that he that believeth on me so that's salvation that's us the works that i do jesus speaking shall shall he do also so the person that believes is going to be able to do the works of jesus and then he says and greater works than these shall he do because i go to my father see, God wants us to do the greater works. What is that going to be? I don't know. What's it look like? I don't know. I'm just saying we can't settle for mediocrity. We can't settle for good enough when God may want us to do something greater. You see, living the greater life doesn't mean you're going to arrive at greatness. It means you're depending on God to work through you. But the result is, will be a life of greater effectiveness. It's just so interesting because I used that word effective all night tonight when I was teaching. I didn't mean to sync these two up together, but we want to be effective with what we do. And Elisha was a man, as you're reading his life some, he was effective in his ministry. He did two times the miracles of Elijah. He brought glory to God. He brought revival to a nation. Elisha was effective because he was willing to give up the plows, burn them up, because he was going to give, do something greater. He was doing nothing wrong, but he wanted to do something greater. God wanted him to do something greater. You know, I think about it, in my life. I want to be an effective husband. I want to be an effective dad. I want to be an effective teacher. As long as I'm doing this podcast, I want to be an effective teacher on the podcast. I want to be an effective Christian, but if I'm going to do that, sometimes i got to get out of that mode of just settling for good enough and to push myself. That's one of the things on this podcast, why we're doing this through the Bible this year. It may not be the most interesting content every week. I could try to do something brand new and fresh every week. I mean, not that this isn't brand new and fresh, but I mean like... Something creative and try to, but really, I just want to push you to say, hey, get in the Bible, study the Bible, and let's walk through it this year because God wants something greater in your life. And when you get into the Bible, you learn and you hear from His Spirit, it can change your life. And so I've enjoyed just kind of seeing these little stories again about Elisha, and I was thinking about him tonight. And so I wanted to share that with you. I hope that you'll use his life and in that initial calling when when Elijah called him. Boy, I could I could kind of go back and say this. If you're maybe in Elijah's shoes and you're coming off a moment of discouragement, you know, sometimes finding another person to minister with like he did with Elisha for a short time and then he got called up to heaven can pull you out of a rut. So Elijah and Elisha, their names get confused all the time. But they're just two awesome prophets and that's why i had to name one of my sons after one of them elijah seemed like uh, probably because of his situation when he was at the prophets of baal i just love that story and so we named i named my one son after that but but Elisha was another man that just a powerful and amazing prophet of god that gave his life he was a farmer but he gave all that up and said i want to do something greater And I wonder about you, is God calling you to something greater than just good enough? Hey, thanks for listening to the podcast. Lord willing, we'll be back in Romans on Sunday. I'm I'm done trying to predict what's going to happen on Sunday because the last three Sundays have been crazy. But if God wants, we'll be back in Romans chapter number 11. And I think I was even going to touch up on a little bit of chapter 10. That was the plan. And that's what the plan will be for this next Sunday. So thanks for being part of the podcast. You guys have a great rest of the week. We'll talk to you soon.